Hey, 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 it's your girl, Jenny Steele. It's Monday and we are back, 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 back. You know I love a Monday. No work on Monday. It's great. Now, listen, over the last couple of weeks, we have been focusing on Endometriosis Awareness Month. We've also focused on fibroids, PCOS, and last week, Dr. Gabby filled us in on womb health. Wow. The last couple of weeks have been really, really powerful. But today, I think we're about to get more powerful as I introduce 16-year-old Rihanna, who is an advocate for teen girls with endometriosis. Rihanna, how are you? Hi, I'm good, thank you. I'm happy to be here. We are, you know what? I'm so happy to have you here and have this discussion from your age group. Mm. Because the last couple of weeks, you know, we've had women speak, we've had doctors speak, um, and we've even heard from, you know, Natalie Blake's partner. But I feel like to hear from someone yourself who's been challenged with this, who's experienced this from such a young age, Mm -hmm. so important. So congrats. Listen, that advocate, (laughs) I'm just shouting for you. And if there is anything that I can do to help you, um, I have a map out speaking with yeah. young girls your age group, mm. help you to get into a school, anything like that. Please do not be a stranger. This is not the last time you're going to see me. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much. Now, tell us a little bit about you and your lived experience with endometriosis. So, um, as you know, I'm 16. Um, I started my period at 10 years old. So I was very young. I didn't know what it was. Um, so, it was a big shock to me. Um, a couple months into my period, they became extremely heavy. I was in extreme pain. I would cry. I would just, I couldn't move. I couldn't, I couldn't even express and talk about how painful it was for me because I was so young. I didn't understand. Yeah. I didn't understand why I was in so much pain or why I was bleeding so much. Yeah. And then it became consistent every single day. I would have a period. It wouldn't be once a month or every two weeks. It would be consistent. Wow. Um, And that was six years ago now. And I was only diagnosed the 1st of December 2022. Wow. um, Along with hemophilia um, and other gynecological problems. Yeah. Um, we pushed for MRI scans, for anything that we wow. could get, and we were given nothing. We had over 100, no, over 80 admissions into A&E, um, into wards, pediatric wards, and we went from hospital to hospital. I missed two years of high school. Wow. Um, I wasn't supported by anyone. I felt extremely alone in that experience, you know, because no one around you understands it. Yeah. And you feel at one point, you know, you're kind of silenced by your pain. Yeah. And, and it's such a hard thing to yeah. diagnose because, you know, we know that time of the month can be painful. Yeah. It can be heavy. It can be all of these things. Yeah. So, yeah, just that that in itself must have been a challenge. Yeah, definitely. And I feel like, you know, when you go to medical professionals, they always say, you know, it's just period yeah have some have some paracetamol yeah yeah, yeah. Have some ibuprofen, a hot water bottle a hot, water, a hot yeah. bath you know just anything will kind of help you and so um but that that wasn't the case yeah. um we tried absolutely everything my mom i'm a i'm a daughter to a single parent so that alone was hard as well she had to in the past had to quit her job to be my carer you know it's been extremely hard not just on me but my family um, I haven't been able to do anything, have a social life, 
do anything teenagers should do from yeah. since I was 10. So having going into high school with a period that is so painful was just, it was the just worst not, experience, yeah. the most lonely experience I can, yeah. I can even explain. Wow. So what does, what does having haemophilia mean to you? So that was, I'm still quite new to yeah, kind of dealing with, dealing with it. I mean, kind of, yeah. And it was really, it was really hard because we never knew. Yeah. We had blood tests and all sorts of things, but it was never brought up until I had a biopsy, which then explained everything. everything. Yeah. And I'm currently in the middle of being treated at a hemophilia clinic in um, Hammersmith, which is really good. Yeah. Um, but again, we had to push for that. Yeah. We weren't given appointments. We had to push for appointments. Yeah. And, and pu- for pushing for appointments and stuff is really draining. Like last week, we did hear from Dr. Gabby and uh, we had a few tips from her on how to speak to doctors because yeah. she, she's got her own patients. Yeah. But I feel like that push is so draining because yeah. it's not just months for you. She is. Yeah, definitely. It's more than just a push. It's like, you're in a room full of people and you're shouting and yeah. you're screaming, yeah. I'm in so much pain, can you help me, can you help me? But no one's helping you, no one's listening to you yeah. because it's supposed to just be a normal period, but yeah. it's not, and yeah. you know that. Yeah. Wow. Now, obviously you've been in chronic pain yeah. for years. Yeah. What works for you? So um, I still haven't found anything that 100% works for me, but... There will be small things like um, certain medications, certain supplements, changing your diet. Yeah. Um, like sometimes I'll have turmeric smoothies. Or yeah. Just like add supplements into like certain things that I add into my daily routine. Yeah. Going to the gym, trying to force myself out of bed. Yeah. Trying to do things like go on runs or if I can't run, try and walk. Push myself to the biggest limits I can because if I can't, there's nothing like I can't yeah. just like my brain just tells me I can't just sit and accept this happening to me. I have to move on from this betrayal of my own body, body. and I have to keep going because if I don't, no one else is going to fix it for me. No. And obviously over this period of time, you've spoken about missing so much school. What was yeah. that like? Because I mean, missing two years mm. of schooling, that must have been such a challenge. It was, it was extremely challenging. So I missed um, the most crucial years and obviously I missed years because of COVID. Yeah. So altogether, it basically rounded up. I was only in year seven and year eight. Wow. Year nine was COVID. Year 10 and year 11, I was off because of my period. Yeah. Um, and so that experience, I wasn't supported by my high school at all. Um, there was actually... Um, times where I would be in two-hour lessons and refuse to be allowed to use the toilet to change my pad. Um, and they never supported my mental health, which comes along with endometriosis that a lot of people don't, don't understand. Yeah, yeah. They think it's just, you know, it's a, it's a women's condition that comes with your period. It's not just that. Yeah. It's a lot more than that. It's mental health that comes with it too. And when I approached my like teachers about it, oh, there's nothing we can do about it. We're not doctors. But I needed more than just yes. help with pain. I needed mental help. And no one heard me, especially not my school. Um, there was times I fainted in school. They never called my mum. Wow. They let me just sit there, have some water, go back to your lesson. And during the week on my GCSEs, I was actually in hospital. So 
Um, I had to reset exams. I had to, it was, it was so hard. Isn't even like, you know, I'm I'm listening and I'm just thinking, (laughs) wow, because imagine like the amount of women who miss work and their bosses just don't, you know, if you don't have a female boss, they Mm. may not understand. It's not to say that your female boss will understand, um, but they may not understand as much. And it's also a thing of just thinking about if you could say to any Mm. teachers now, what would have helped you at that time? Because, you know, if you're in a mixed school, it's kind of hard enough kind of saying to the male teacher, you Mm. need to go toilet. And then them going, well, you've been toilet twice in this two hours or whatever. Mm. And you're like, yeah, but it's time of Mm. the month. Some of us would be brave. I was one, one of those brave ones in yeah. school. It's like, it's time of the month because also what you're trying to do yeah. in that moment. And I wonder how many other people have felt that. In that moment, you're yeah. trying to, I'm not going to be embarrassed yeah. about what I'm going Definitely through. But not. if you're going to give me a hard time, yeah. sir, yeah. then I'm going to try and make you feel yeah. embarrassed. Definitely. Because I need yeah. to go to the loo. And it's yeah. almost like you get to go. Yeah. But why do I have to tell you? It's time yeah. of the month for you to believe that I'm going to the toilet. Yeah, a hundred percent, a hundred percent. It's not. I don't. I don't think periods are educated enough no. and spoken about enough. Yeah. You know, there will be young girls that will start a period and not know when what a normal period is like, yeah. and not know yeah. when to contact a GP, yeah. when to even how to contact a GP. You're not yeah. taught any of that. Yeah. You're taught about sexual health, but in the other way, as in yeah. like, you know, other things. You're not taught about periods. Yeah. And especially even in a mixed school. I was in a girls' school, but even in a mixed yeah. school. Because I went it's... to a mixed school. It was really... <laughs> That's why in the end, a yeah. lot of us would actually try to defer it away from us yeah. feeling embarrassed and then put it back on our male teacher. Like, yeah, this is what it is. Because it's yeah. almost like, why do I need to? Because then the boys will start laughing. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And then you want to take away that embarrassment. And it's a thing of, well, this is what girls go through. Yeah. Get over it, boys. And then you just yeah. leave. But... For some of us, we're not as yeah, bold definitely. being able to do that. We don't want people to know that we're yeah. at school going through that. Yeah. Um, because, you know, that's where the bullying and name calling yeah. and all the other stuff that comes with it. And if you're having a challenging time mm. like you was, yeah. being in pain, um, a lot of loss, mm. just don't want to deal with everybody else. You just want to go to the toilet, right? Yeah, it's very true. Yeah. So if you was to speak to teachers now, mm. give them like, help them to understand like some of us are going through pain yeah what would you say so I would say um I think I would just say that everyone everyone goes through something you know everyone goes through something so to be able to I feel like I the best way I could have been actually supported was what would have made what what would you say to your younger self in a teacher term so I feel like if I was able to speak up and be like, can I have a toilet pass? Or can I have even just small things yeah. like that could have helped me or being able to have, you know, days off where I work from home that could help me. Yeah. Just small things because there were days where I couldn't move. I couldn't talk. I yeah. couldn't, I couldn't physically get move. Yeah. I couldn't physically yeah. move a leg or yeah. move a finger or move my arm anything it affects your whole body and then it then affects your brain yeah and you know the teachers never understood that they didn't take they didn't try and understand what I was going through and I tried to tell them and I tried to say 
I need help. It's not just physical. I need more than that. Yeah. And they didn't, they didn't try and understand. They didn't say, oh, how do you feel? How does it make you feel? Do you want us to try and get you help with cams? Or yeah. do you want to see someone? Yeah. They never did that. They just said, there's nothing we can do. There's only so much. We teach you, that's it. Yeah. And it's such a shame because it's almost like, you know, we're all different individuals. Some of yeah. us are worse off every month than yeah. others. Some people, one, two days, they're good. Yeah. Some people, as you said, like yourself, are in extreme pain. Yeah. But it's almost like it's because we're women mm. or girls. Yeah. This is something you have to go through. Yeah. Deal with it, which is so unfair, right? It is. It is really unfair. so unfair. Like, we we go through a lot. Like, guys, if you're listening, like, we go through a lot. And that's how our bodies have been built. It's not even that we've got a chance. It's actually, I don't want that. Yeah. Actually, can I just have this bit and not have... You know what I mean? We can't just say, no, we're not interested in having that. So, again, like, I just want to say to you that... I'm really proud of you for coming on and actually sharing because I'm hoping that teachers and other parents that are listening will actually understand that actually maybe it's not just a normal time of the month for your daughter. Definitely. And maybe that girl in class is actually going through a little bit more than that Yeah. for us to kind of realise that Mm. this is quite a thing. Yeah. And for me, as I said a couple of weeks ago, like, going to Natalie's event Mm. was just that for me, that just opened up a whole new world for me Yeah, because, you know, we see time of the month, but we don't understand all of the other things that come with it and how much pain people are really in. Um, And then there's been stuff around, you know, our general health. Mm -hmm. And uh, Dr. Gabby gave us all a telling off when she was like, (laughs) remove these plastics, remove this, remove that. Just to say, Dr. Gabby, uh, my cupboards are now bare. All of the plastics and everything else, the containers and stuff that she told us to get rid of, I have nothing. Uh, So this year, Christmas, guys, this is what I need. Um, But it was a really good insight because some of it is stuff that we do on a a daily basis. Yeah, definitely. And um, it's actually hurting us. It is. Um, So for you now, would you like to go into schools eventually and actually just voice some of the challenges as how you felt to other girls? Yeah, I feel like um, as one of the youngest people to actually, um, through social media, to come forward and share their story, I feel like it's it's kind of what I owe the younger generation yeah. because I feel like as a young person, I can speak to those young women about periods and educate them the way I should have been educated. Yeah. And other young women or older generation now that are suffering with endometriosis yeah that could have been everything could have just been kind of prevented in a way yeah. as in not such long diagnoses yes knowing when to contact a gp and etc cetera, etc cetera. so i feel like it's definitely something i'm extremely passionate in yeah and i feel like um i feel like it's a way to kind of stop this cycle yeah. of young women not being educated about yeah. periods about just their own going through, Just going through pain. Exactly. Every, for, yeah. for years on end without being diagnosed. Yeah, definitely. And I feel like that's, that's something I'm it just It's such an in. unfair, you know, as the weeks have gone on, for anyone who is suffering from endometriosis, PCOS, mm. we've had fibroids yeah. as well. But it must be such, it's just such a weight. It is. Because for yourself, you know, you've said you miss so much school. Yeah. That plays on your mental health mm-hmm. and then you're unsupported. Yeah. How important would all of that support have been for you? 
going that's back because you know yeah. we're, we're going back <laughs> we're going back to what five six years now yeah how important would all of that support have been for you I feel like that support would have made an extreme difference yeah. um in in my life because there was a moment in time where I was in so much pain and I overdosed on medication because of how much I just didn't want to be in pain anymore yeah. I was in so much pain and then there was there's just things that build up that didn't need to go as far as they did yeah. if I was supported the right way. Yeah. If I was if I was supported by friends or family or just teachers and the school and because if you think about it, when you're in kind of education and you have yep. bad periods and bad pain, that is also like you get kind of overwhelmed with yep. everything. Yeah. You have doctors prescribing you so much medication you're in and out of hospital and then you also want to make time to kind of talk to your friends you know yeah. you don't get to do yeah, that every day stuff yeah, not just but, like oh, the pain that you're in today yeah. or oh my gosh like guess what just happened you can't even do that because you're so focused on trying to get rid of the pain that yeah. you forget you actually have a life and you have things around you you have people around you you have people that want to help you but sometimes you can try some people actually stop and they don't want help and they don't want anything they just want to be in that kind of space. Yeah. And that's, that's honestly, that would have never happened to yeah. me. Yeah, and the I way would... we learn to deal with pain, like headaches yeah. or migraines or extreme stomach pain or whatever, is yeah. we go and lie down. Yeah. We go and lie down and we sleep and we could be there for days. Yeah. So for you, that was just a regular thing, yeah. going to lay down. And then I suppose that's where we start to feel depressed. Yeah, definitely. And our life just starts to look, different different yeah a hundred percent I can I can <laughs> relate to that on a lot of terms yeah, you know yeah. and I know a lot of other people can as well yeah um and I feel like endometriosis is campaigned but yeah not so much the mental health side of it um and how much it honestly does affect you because I was 10 I was I, so I'm, little I'm, <laughs> like, I'm, just, I'm looking back and I'm just thinking 10 years old I was so little I still bathed with Barbies yeah. like I was so young and I was just <laughs> no, I it's was true so though you just so think true. Yourself, you're, you're a child yeah that is going through something that's quite adult yeah it's an adult-led experience because yeah. you know in some American films this is like a celebration yeah. of you turning into a woman yeah. right so if we look back at that and then you're thinking you're 10 I think I was 12 yeah and even at 12 you just start secondary school you still don't know mm. there's also that kind of you don't want everyone to know mm. because you feel like you're ahead yeah. and no one else has had it so you've got no one else to speak to yeah. so you kind of just you know you just play it off yeah but being 10 and in primary yeah. school and then experiencing such pain yeah I mean I'm just happy that you are able to be with us yeah and share what that means for you yeah because again as I said there'll be so many parents and mm. family members guardians or whatever that are thinking like they may have seen these signs before yeah. or actually you know what I now need to take it a little bit serious because I yeah. feel like even when we do have time of the month pain we get teased a lot yeah <laughs> I remember being at college and teased or being yeah. in a job and teased and it's yeah. like oh what time of the month again you yeah. know like all of that and it just makes us feel like yeah we're moody yeah um, and miserable but yeah. that's also one of the signs it is that comes with time of the month it really is so those are yeah. normal but yeah. it also gets held against us mm. um and then on top of that you were talking about pain that 
no one can understand apart from you because there are women that have no pain yeah there are women that are good but there are women that you know as you said can't leave the house Mm -hmm. um so it's not like one size fits all but I am a big fan of saying that I believe that there needs to be some sorts of workshops yeah that we have that talks about yeah time of the month what it means Mm -hmm. for us how what the what are we going to go through yeah different types of things that could help. Yeah. Um, and then obviously how to speak to adults yeah. and teachers and, and other stuff. So I, I can see all, I can see all of this for you. <laughs> in the future. I mean, I'm just mapping it out, but I just believe that based on your experience, yeah. I believe that this is definitely something for you to look at. Yeah. Um, and you're very confident in it. And yeah, you should be really proud of yourself because it's you not so easy much. to no, talk about these issues yeah. publicly, right? Yeah. Because when I found out about you, I was like, oh, is she going to be all right? <laughs> you know, like, is it going to be all right? Because you just have to think, you know, I have to think that you're still a teen. Definitely. And are you going to be okay sharing? Yeah. But obviously for you, mm. sharing is what you want to do more of. Yeah. So that other young women don't find themselves as lonely. Because it, was it lonely for you? I think for me, or has it, it was, been lonely? It still is lonely, yeah. Because yeah. you know, you're you've got your mum or your siblings, whoever you have around you, can't understand the pain. Yeah, you can be screaming, and I've been crying and vomiting, and no one can understand it. Yeah, even some like some endo women have really really bad bad pain. Yeah, but it's not consistent. It's just oh, you know, one day, one day. Yeah, yeah. For me personally, it's always been consistent wow and that's what that's why I've also had to grow up at such a young age yeah I've had to be an adult at a young age yeah and I feel like all of that was just extremely lonely it was just there was no escape from it there was no kind of oh yeah I can I'm not gonna have a period next week because it was consistent yeah and so it was yeah it was extremely lonely for me and I don't want that for other young women because I know how it felt and it wasn't it wasn't nice at no, all. No, and because it's seen as such a woman yeah. challenge, yeah. woman issue, woman problem, mm-hmm. for you, you probably felt a little bit like, I'm too young to be having this, yeah. but I do have to have these conversations yeah. because actually yeah. I'm dealing with this every day. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And I feel like, you know, it's not just, I feel like young women it's just not taught enough. And I can yeah. never say that enough. Like, it's yeah. not taught enough. It's not educated enough. I didn't even know what a period was when I had mine. Yeah. I was so scared. Yeah. And I bet it's like that for all these other young women too. Yeah. And I I would love to use my voice the way I am now to be able to use it for those who don't have one. Definitely. You've started one. that. You've started that. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? You've started that today. Yeah. And, you know, this interview does go onto Spotify by the end of mm. the week. So yeah. now you can use it yeah. um, as a tool for yourself. Yeah. And it also allows people to be able to go back and listen. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. It allows people to go away from today mm-hmm. feeling like they're more aware. Yeah. I think the last three weeks have been so amazing. Like we've touched mm. on different things yeah. from different aspects, yeah. all different age groups, different mm. nationalities. Yeah. Um, we've had professionals come and tell us like mm-hmm. bits and pieces, even like how to talk to your doctor differently mm-hmm. because some we're not even taught how to go. Sometimes, no. most of the time, we don't go to the doctors no, because yeah. we can actually say what our doctor's going to be mm-hmm. like. 
and now we are going to the doctors, but it's not our actual doctor yeah. that we're even going to see. So we've built up mm-hmm. this relationship for years and now we're just seeing yeah. anyone. So again, it's almost like you're going in that room mm-hmm. trying to make your point. Yeah. Don't really know the doctor. Yeah. You've got five minutes, basically. <laughs> they're, they're trying yeah. to kick you know what I mean? yeah. They're trying to kick us out. Yeah. So all of that, and again, like thanks to um Dr. Galnusha and Dr. Gabby, who went through some tips on mm-hmm. what we can go into yeah. the doctor's surgery with, prepared with. Yeah. Because I think, again, we're not told how to go to the doctors. You just yeah. learn from whatever's going on in your household. Mm. My mum didn't really go to the doctors that much. Yeah. So I didn't really go to the doctors <laughs> yeah. that much. My brothers didn't go to the... So, mm. you know, you kind of just say, oh, no, I'm just going to go to the chemist yeah. and get something. And mm. I think for a lot of young women, as we said, this whole mm. ibuprofen, Nurofen, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like a, a hot water bottle and just go and lie down. Like, no. that's just not no. enough. It's definitely not enough. It's not enough. It's definitely not enough. And I feel like, me personally, I never went through the GP kind of route. We never called and said, oh, da da da. Because there was no like really good GP where yeah. we lived. We didn't yeah. live in a good area where we could call a GP and be like, oh, yeah, so my daughter's having really bad period. They're in yeah. the call on you. Like, it's a period deal with yeah. it. End yeah. the call. That's yeah. it. And I think that's the problem, isn't it? It's that bit yeah. there. Like, we need to get used to this. It's something that yeah. women go through. All of that. It's, it's, not so unf- it's such an unfair statement, right? Yeah, and it's like people telling you kind of what to do isn't the best thing either. No. Kind of like, oh, why can't you get up and just walk? Like, just walk. or. Yeah. Why are you being so dramatic? It's just a period. It's just this. It's just that. I have period pain. It's not like that. I'm not That's crying. the bit right there, isn't it? Every time. That's the bit right there. The judgment yeah. from other people. Like, can we just yeah. understand that we all go through this in mm-hmm. a different way? It's going to be different yeah. for all of us. And I think once we, as women, mm-hmm. understand that, yeah. we can help other people yeah. understand that but it's when another woman doesn't understand mm-hmm. and is just going to say well mine are fine I'm yeah. good I can go to work <laughs> yeah. I just take this and I'm getting mm-hmm. like that bit there yeah is the bit where this awareness is going to make such an impact 100% because I'm sure like myself there are people who don't suffer mm. from either of these things yeah. but actually know someone who does and now going to be thinking wow like yeah it actually holds you in your bed yeah, it actually it stops you from walking. Mm-hmm. It actually mentally affects you yeah. because you are missing college, missing school, mm-hmm. missing work. Yeah, you know, it may even play with how you go yeah. in your life, as in getting a job. Because is your boss going to understand? Not all people are the you same, know, and all of those things are quite a, a yeah. worry and a challenge. Yeah, definitely. And I've I've had. A lot of conversations with my family and it's just really hard to be able to predict the future when you've yeah. got such yeah. a severe health condition like myself and it's hard to think will I even be able to work yeah. will I want to be do you, able does to you often do you often think about you know sometimes people go in five years time I want to be yeah doing this or this is where I want to be or I want to go and study this do you do you find it a challenge even thinking ahead like that because obviously you know the pain that you're in I feel like because of everything I've been through um, I've always wanted to be in the medicine route however because I've missed so much school how am I going to be able to go to uni and study for seven years how am I going to be able to do this and this and this and it's hard it's hard to to 
stay in the present when you keep thinking about your future because yeah. of how your present is playing out. So it's just, it's definitely, I think about it a lot and it, it keeps me up a lot thinking yeah. about it because it will stress you out and yeah, because you're yeah. still quite young and, and yeah. at this age, you know, at 16 to 18, mm. we are kind of thinking about or people yeah. keep focusing on, oh, what do you want to be? Where do you mm. want to go? <laughs> what, what, do you know what I mean? Yeah. And it's almost, it's put on us by our family members and yeah. people around us. But in our own head, it's like there's a lot of pressure there. Yeah. And for you, you just want to get through this pain. Yeah. Um, manage it. Mm-hmm. Get to a good place where you can manage yeah. it. And you will. Yeah. Um, because I feel like it's early enough for you to actually look back now and go, all right, yeah. cool, I've tried this, tried that. Yeah. I've got to change my diet. We've heard mm-hmm. a lot over the last couple of weeks about diet, yes. what we eat mm-hmm. um, and things like that. And then some of the supplements and stuff that, yeah. that you're taking and yeah. we're taking, just changing our diet. But even that can be hard. You're 16. Yeah, definitely. Like, come on. <laughs> I want to have a couple of chocolates. Like, Do you know what here? I'm saying? I'm like, how? <laughs> like, let's think about that. Like, you're not allowed, yeah. Rihanna, you're not allowed to have this and you're not allowed to have that. And this is going to make you feel you're still a teenager. Yeah. You know, so that must be really hard. And to put yourself under that pressure, because, you know, like, if mm-hmm. I do have some of this stuff, mm-hmm. it's going to make it worse for me over the yeah. next couple of weeks. Yeah, and I feel like, especially when you get, I don't know if you've heard about it, but endo belly is a big thing that I've suffered with, which what is... What is that? So endo belly is, um, I'll have, when I have a flare-up, my belly gets extremely big. Okay. And um, after the next day, we'll go down after the flare-up. Yeah. But the difference can be so much. Wow. I used to get bullied about it oh you're so big and then the next day oh you're skinny again or yeah. oh you're so massive oh my gosh you look pregnant and oh. it's, it was horrible growing up and people didn't know what an endo belly was. I didn't even know what an endo belly no, was. No and you're teaching me. I was, like, I was so young I didn't know what any of it was Wow. and so the difference was so big and I had it consistently because I had a consistent period. Yes, I had, had, had consistent flare-ups. I had everything for me was consistent. Yeah. And I was so young and I had this, this endo belly So you've had around. so much body changes Definitely. that you've had to deal with. And then you've mm-hmm. dealt with you as a teenager, yeah. young woman growing puberty, up. Yeah. Puberty and, and what that means for mm-hmm. you as a, as a young female. Yeah. Then you're, you've got these body changes. Mm-hmm. You don't know what they are. And then you've got this endo belly that you say yeah. like is it's just there consistently yeah. for days and then it will mm-hmm. just go and come back. Mm-hmm. There's the outside of that, you know, the peer pressure, the bullying and everything yeah. that comes from other people that don't understand yeah. what that means for you. Yeah, definitely. Today is such mm. an important conversation yeah. that I just want to see you thrive. <laughs> Trust me. Thank so you. I'm just going to say to you again, like if there is any support that you need, cause I, have created this awareness yeah. based on one event mm-hmm. that I went to last yeah. year and had no idea. <laughs> and for me, it's almost like being able to give everyone this, this platform to yeah. actually openly speak about yeah. it. Let's get the awareness out. Yeah. Let's teach people. Let's mm-hmm. teach the boss in the workplace. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like yeah. be mindful when your staff member saying yeah, they've got cramps, so. they can't come yeah. in. And then to teachers, just be mindful mm-hmm. of what's actually happening to yeah. young girls. Because as Dr. Gabby said, the younger you start, mm. the more prone you're going to be yeah. to these issues. 
Yeah. You know, and, and she spoke about the studies that are behind that. So mm. now we're actually learning that the earlier means it may come with problems and issues. At least we're one yeah. step yeah. ahead. I know it's one step late for yeah. you <laughs> because this needed to come yeah. five, six years ago. So you Definitely. could so your family could go yeah. look. I've we've heard been about told this. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? We've been told yeah. that the earlier you start, these are the issues and problems. Mm. There's nothing you've done. Mm. It's nothing you can majorly do, mm. but we can just try all of these little things because this yeah. doctor's saying that and this person's yeah. saying that. How valuable do you find um, social media support? Oh, like oh, someone like my. Natalie who's got her um, platform. Absolutely amazing. I feel like... When they said this long endometriosis, when I said, excuse me, I said, what? What is this? Like, I was so confused. We just thought, you know, they were going to cut because we just knew. We always knew it wasn't just a period. And we yeah. fought until the very end, until a diagnosis and that surgery. And they came back with endometriosis. And they came back with it, you know, I, set, I typed it in straight away on, on Instagram and it came up <laughs> with so many accounts. It came up with, you know, like just so many accounts and I was just overwhelmed. I was happy and I felt like I, I became a part of their family. Like whatever, there was Facebook um, groups that I joined. There was, um, you know, campaigns um, on Instagram that I found and that I really enjoyed. Even just small quotes that I could relate to meant a lot, you know, and I was like, oh my gosh, like, they, they know what? We're like talking about the same thing. Isn't like, I know it nice to about. know that you can go online as much as, you know, social media, there's mm. ups and downs, but isn't yeah. it nice that you can go online and actually find the community that understands how you're feeling every day? Definitely. It makes you feel not so alone. Like you, you'll see all of these kind of posts and be like, like memes, but with kind of like, endo my endometrius has me like this today and you'll sit there and laugh, but no one else will find that funny. <laughs> like, and you're sitting there laughing. You want to show something, but you can't. It doesn't make sense. So I, I think, you like... know what, I think that that's so, like, you just saying that, I feel like that's such a great thing because I've yeah. seen some cartoons and I don't really get it, but I get it <laughs> yeah. because obviously I've spoken with yeah. yourselves and, and a few of the other mm. women, but it's almost like, it's nice to have that private yeah. joke. That Definitely. actually someone else gets the day I couldn't get out of bed. Definitely. Finally. Yeah. I feel like social media was definitely, it was the best thing for me. And because I'm so young and social media is so big yeah, in our definitely. generation. Yeah, of course. It's so amazing that there are so many communities. I've, I'm, I'm in a group on Facebook called The Endospace. And, oh, I um, love that name. I know. And it's got um, over 9.4K members in different countries. What? There'll be some in Australia, some in America, some in Belfast. Wow. And you basically get to post anonymously if you don't want to, you know, share too much or too much information yeah, about yourself. Yeah, of course, of course. You can post, so it's got like know, a night, it's like a yeah, safe, really safe space. really safe space. Oh, amazing. And you'll see everyone post like, hi, guys, I just had my surgery. Do you have any details or any tips you can help me out with or this is my endo belly today guys oh. this is how it was last week this is how it is now or like really just pictures and quotes and stuff and and then people comment like I posted for the first time only a couple of weeks ago after my surgery and they were like oh use this and use that and oh, it honestly it. really helps like lavender and turmeric and stuff like that they would say and then I'm like oh my gosh yeah I forgot about that I forgot about that oh. and it really is amazing it's so nice to hear 
because I think mm. sometimes a, a lot of people and, and maybe some of the listeners listening mm. in want to join groups and they yeah. feel like they're not confident enough. Mm. And then, as you said, like your first post was mm. probably quite a big thing for you. It was. But then the support that you've got out of it, mm. meaning like you're just not alone in what you're yeah, going through. Definitely. Such a, And I can see like the joy and, <laughs> and happiness on your face yeah. because it, you know, it's gone from not really knowing much not really having any support yeah. to like just opening the doors and having all of these people that say, try this, try that, yeah. try this. And it's not all medicated. Definitely. Stuff. It's all natural. Because, you know, a lot of us don't want to use medicated stuff. Yeah. We want to know like what's naturally out there because yeah. I suppose with yourself as well and for endo, mm. it's almost like some of the stuff is trial and error. Definitely. Do you know what I mean? 100%. And I think a lot of people don't realise, and I think Dr. Gabby touched on it again, is mm. that some stuff is trial medication, which 100%. means you're part of the trial. So it yeah. may or may not. And then later on, we all know that things come up. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like um, I was on actual contraceptives to try and stop my period from 10. So I've been on different hormones, you know, pedestrian only, estrogen. And that was something that they actually brought in. I know that mm. for my age group, that yeah. was a thing. Like a lot of girls my age, mm -hmm. like 12, 13, 14, mm -hmm. were going on the pill. Yeah. To try to control, control yeah. this and manage this. And yeah. then we're looking now and we're thinking, how yeah. can you be so young yeah. on this? I was actually 12 when I got the implant to try and stop my period. I was on injections. I was on, I was actually on so much medication. The hospital accidentally overdosed me. I was on so much. Wow. wow. Um, and the hospital actually, they, they aren't as supportive as a lot of people would think. think. A lot of people would think, oh, the hospital will do everything for you. You can go here, you can go there. Yeah. It's, think not, that, like that's, that. it's not like that. Your not like that. Your experience as a young person, what has that been like when it's been hospitals? So hospitals, um, the worst definitely um because the hospital is supposed to be a place where you kind of feel like you can talk to the doctors about it because they're professionals and they can understand however they actually had me as case number 38 wow I was just a number to them I wasn't I wasn't a person I wasn't a young woman I wasn't a little girl I was just a number they would come in they would do you know, an ultrasound's like, oh, you have a massive cyst here. We'll give you some medication, it will go. It never went. It would pop and then this and then that. And it would build up to the worst possible outcome. And they'd say, okay, we're going to discharge you and give you this, 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 this. It never helped me. I was actually told by a medical professional at the age of 11 that I won't be able to have children. Wow. I was 11. I didn't, I didn't even think about having kids. Think, yeah, of course. <laughs> like, so like, why is that even like a, a conversation? Definitely, you know, they were like, oh, you know, how are you not infertile yet? You know, let me, let me actually go talk. And then she came back, she was a nurse. And she said, so I just spoke to the doctors um, and I have some really bad news. My mom wasn't there. My mom had left and I was 11. Wow. And she said, um, we've done some tests and um, you won't be able to have children when you're older, you know, and. We might have to do this and you might have, might have to remove, you know, give you a hysterectomy. I was 11 wow. being told about a hysterectomy and everything just 
built, built, built. The hospital didn't do absolutely anything to support me and my family throughout any of it. It's really sad, isn't it, to know mm-hmm. that, you know, these are the places that we go yeah. for help and support. Now, you're saying you was 11, and I'm sure mm-hmm. for people listening, they're probably thinking, "What? like, yeah. wow, like not even waiting for your mum to come back. Mm-hmm to be sitting with you, mm-hmm. not even speak to your mum first. Yeah. And then, like, how are we going to have this conversation yeah. with your daughter? You know, things like that. I just hope that we continue to learn. Mm-hmm. And, again, I hope that, you know, the last couple of weeks of awareness and for anyone yeah. who's missed any of the shows mm-hmm. can go back on Spotify and just listen yeah. back to them yeah, all. Definitely. But I feel like this is just going to open up like mm. a whole can of worms <laughs> on everything yeah. because your experience, it saddens me. Do you know what I yeah. mean? To think that a young person who, you know, you're new to all of this, you're yeah. a child mm-hmm. being told adult things yeah. without no support or no yeah. safe space for you to be able to say, mm-hmm. like, can you just wait for my mum? Like you yeah. wouldn't have even known, have known to say that. I wouldn't even. Do you, like, do you like, know what I mean? You're just thinking like I don't even know what she means. But she said I'm just the word infertile, and I said what? And she goes, "It means you can't have children." And I said, "Wow, I haven't. I didn't even think about that." And then, as I got older, it affected me more. Because yeah, because now you're remembering. Now I know, and now I remember, yeah. and it's not a good feeling yeah. at all. And that in itself, for me, I just want to say to like medical professionals, like in particular nurses, mm-hmm. like please be mindful Definitely. of what you're saying 100%. and how, because already it's a traumatic, you know, you've described yeah. quite a traumatic mm-hmm. years of trauma yeah. to your body, mm-hmm. years of chronic pain yeah. that led to you feeling a different way yeah. mentally, you missed out on school, mm-hmm. no one understood. You've even said, like, it still feels quite lonely. Yeah, it does. Um, just for, for them to just understand, yeah. like, please have a bit more understanding yeah, and just remember these are children. These are people. And they're yeah. people, Yeah, you know, and, and a lot of us are still learning mm-hmm. when we go to hospitals yeah. and doctors and everything they say, we take it as gospel. It's always yes. like whatever they say, it's like, okay, cool. Right, yep, yeah, I should know this. Yep, yeah, make sure I take my medication. Okay, well, I can't go to the toilet. Yeah, okay, cool. You know, all of that, kneel by mouth, you're not allowed anything yeah. to eat. You know, all of that stuff we're taking because mm-hmm. you're, professional yeah so just please be like aware yeah some of us are struggling in different Mm -hmm. areas and you're like the last resort and we don't want to leave with you kind of having Mm -hmm. a go at us or telling us stuff that we don't understand at an early age yeah definitely wow Rihanna like (laughs) wow listen like honestly like I'm yeah I just hope that from today your voice is heard and I know it will yeah. be. And I know that it's time for you to shine on your experience. I know 100%. it's not always been easy. No, it hasn't. Do you know what I mean? Mm. But I feel like you're, you've built up that confidence. Yeah. You know, I a little have. bit more now yeah. as well. <laughs> <laughs> and you are ready. I am ready. To just say to people, like, this is this. This is yeah. my experience. And very brave and bold of you. Thank you. And big thanks to Natalie, because you was going to join them a couple of weeks ago. Yes. And then I was like, oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Rihanna needs her own. Because you needed your own yeah. space yeah. to speak to the community um, about your experience. Yeah. Um, and I just feel like all of you have had that time mm-hmm. to share to for someone else to go, that's me. Yeah. Or 
that's my daughter or yeah. that's my sister. Do you know what I mean? Definitely. That's what my mum went through and I feel yeah. like it's really special. Yeah, it is. And I'm very grateful for Natalie and for, you know, everyone that got me in contact with her and for my mum actually posting so much about you. Oh, like, like, mum, stop posting. Like, <laughs> a lot of people knowing that. And then it would go from that to then people actually reaching out and saying, oh my gosh, I have that as well. I have endometriosis, but I don't think anyone really wow. has it. Or, yeah. And then um, I got in contact with Natalie and it's been the most amazing experience. Yeah. And I'm so, so And excited. having spoken at yes. her as well. <laughs> so that probably was a yes. good experience. Yeah. And there'll be more of that. Yeah, definitely. And I'm so excited to see what the future holds. Yeah, and I'm, I'm excited <laughs> for you. I really am. And I just feel like, you know, for you to come on here yeah um speak at Nat's event yeah just find the confidence and find the voice and I know that there's going to be so much more young people that are going to be in contact yeah, with you definitely so no just you just keep shining <laughs> where can everyone find you so um I'm on Instagram um Nye's endometriosis story um and we go and share you afterwards anyway <laughs> <laughs> um but that's it, really. Instagram is kind of my main outlook um, that I use um, and that I communicate my journey, um, my story, um, and hopefully a lot more of what I kind of get up to in the endo world. Fantastic. Now, is there anything, because I know, like, time's running fast. I know it was kind of <laughs> like, how long is this going to be? And, am I going to run out of things to say? I think every week I hear that and I'm just like, listen you will just be caught up yeah. in the moment. And I'm sure everyone who's listening is just like, you know, taking notes, thinking mm. about all the people that they know. And yeah. obviously as well, thinking about, as we said, those bosses, those yeah. teachers, oh, those people so. in organisations mm -hmm. that need to kind of think about what their staff mm. are saying or yeah. what other young people are saying. Let's just yeah. have a listen and, and actually try to support. Yeah, definitely. Is there anything you want to end with? Is there any special message for anyone i think it would just be to um to never feel alone no person with endometriosis or any women's health should feel silenced by their pain and feel betrayed by their own body because it's a horrible feeling and there's a lot of women out there that can understand that um so yeah I think that's my last message love that <laughs> love that well you know what we are fast and running up into time so what i'm gonna say is you know what thank you so much um thank i know you. this is not the last of us i <laughs> definitely not. know that i'm sure i will be there in the background <laughs> saying come on we need to get you into a score we need to do something yeah um, because i know that when i started out with healthy relationship mm -hmm. education it was very similar and I think yeah. when we spoke I said that to you yeah. that I was on that journey by myself mm -hmm. but I knew that it was something that I needed at a young age yeah. and now you know it's gone from strength to strength and I just feel like we need more lived experience advocates 100%. in the world yeah um because I feel like when you've had that experience and mm -hmm. then you go back to talk to people that are going yeah. through that very thing you just connect with them automatically yeah 100% so I'm I'm here for it I'm here for it I'm like yeah when are you starting you just let us know we will come and get involved and if there's anything we can do but thank you so much and for anyone who is locked in and um has enjoyed Rihanna's story you've got a young person please reach out to her I think young people will value uh support from and to each other um and just know that 
This has been an amazing couple of weeks. We have done endometriosis. We have done fibroids. We have done womb health. We have done PCOS. Um, there have been tips. We have had Dr. Galnoosh. We have had Dr. Gabby. We've had Natalie Blake, who has her endo warriors uh, family <laughs> or endo and cousins. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Which I didn't get at first, but I was like, okay, that's what it means. Yeah. <laughs> so we've had all of that. There's been so much information on where to get support. We've even spoken about... Nat's lovely partner who, you know, gave some tips on, on what our partners can do to support us. And I think that was a real important part as well, because it's all of our voices, all the professionals, but actually some of us are in relationships and marriage and we mm -hmm. kind of need that person to yeah. understand what we're going through. So thanks for that. But all of the shows are on Spotify. Rihanna's interview will go up uh, this week. Not going to say when. Mm. <laughs> it's going to go up this week, most definitely. Um, so proud of you. Thank you. So Thank much. you to everyone. Thank you for having me. No, <laughs> you know what? Thank you to everyone who's come and shared. It's been mm. Endometriosis Awareness Month, and we need more of this. We need it to 100%. continue. So thank you so much. And before <laughs> I go out of here, I want to shout out Juvenis and Groove School, who are the sponsors, and shout out Reach London Radio Management. And if you want to get in contact with me, you know where I am, at official Jenny Steele, Jenny with an I on Instagram, or www.jennywithanisteel.co.uk. -E Enjoy the rest of your day. Enjoy the rest of your week. We are out. You're locked into the Steel Got It talk show with Jimmy Steel on Reach on London, London Radio. 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 Radio.